I literally started Heart of the Midwest from the 8420 running the auger cart last fall. You can find the Ranch Collective on Facebook and Instagram at Ranch Collective Podcast and can find the website at ranchcollective.weebly.com. You can also email me at pollichcompany at gmail.com. That's P-O-L-I-C-H company at gmail.com. Please leave the podcast or review wherever you're listening and tell your friends about me. It'll help new people find the Ranch Collective, which is the goal. Bonus, it's just me here, so I will do a happy dance whenever I get to find out the new people are listening. Thanks, guys. Hey everyone, Harley here. I just wanted to say a big thank you and hello to the new listeners this week. I know a bunch of you came over from The Ranching Brunette. I had so much fun interviewing Logan. Please let me know if you liked the bonus episode because I will share more content like that if you do. Today's guest is a lovely lady from Indiana, Erin Holbert. She's a farmer but also owns Heart of the Midwest, which is designs and apparel for ag people that are farm people, and her stuff is so cute. This conversation was super fun. I found her on Instagram, which was really cool. We had a great time chatting. She also has a really interesting take on women in ag, and it was just such a good conversation, and I'm so excited to share it. I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. So I'm Erin Holber. I live in West Central Indiana and I work for my dad on our corn and bean operation. And then I also own a little side business, Heart of the Midwest, where I design ag-related t-shirts and different things and then run a blog as well. I love that. And so you're a multi-generation farmer, correct? Yes, kind of. Can can you give (laughs) a little bit about your like family's background? Yeah, so my family has always been involved in farming and agriculture, but my dad actually took over the farm um, from his uncle that wasn't blood uncle, but married in. His dad had owned a grain elevator for a while, but didn't farm. So yeah, I kind of kind of just got lucky and that uh, my dad's cousin didn't want to farm and my dad was able to kind of just swoop right in there. So you were raised on that farm? Yep. Fine. And you also went to college? I did. I went to Purdue University for ag business and crop science. Had a great time there. Uh, learned a <laughs> lot. And I always say like you don't really need to go to college. But for me, it was more about learning how to be on my own. And, you know, not in the town of 400 people where everyone knew you. So just figuring out how to be independent. And through Purdue, I had a lot of wonderful opportunities. I joined a professional ag sorority, Sigma Alpha. So met a lot of my closest friends there. And then was also able to study abroad for a semester and go to ag school in Wales, which was really awesome. Whoa, what was that like? It was amazing. Like, I think I grew more as a person in those three months than I did like the other three years I spent at Purdue. You said you studied crop science? Yep. So I I did both ag business and crop science just so I could get a little more hands-on experience. What do that like? What do those mean? What do you learn when you study those things in college? So crop science, it was mainly just about corn, beans, and wheat, since that really is all there is in Indiana. There are some areas with specialty crops, but for the most part, I took classes that were focused on those those three things. So we did agronomy, weed science, entomology, diseases, just kind of all around. Okay, that makes sense. Do you think that since you were raised in agriculture? Like, obviously, that inspired you as far as, like, what you studied in school. But do you think being raised in that kind of an environment, like, created your work ethic, like, made you want to work really hard? 
Yeah, I think that growing up in an industry where it was not only easy for your parents to take you along, but also a lot of times required because what else are you going to do with a kid? You just have to bring them along. So getting to see my dad, see his work ethic up close and personal our entire childhoods on a daily basis, it just kind of instilled in you. If you want something, you have to work for it. How big is the farm? Um, We're a few thousand acres of corn and beans. We just do corn and soybeans, no livestock. My dad always said, if you have to fence it or feed it, you don't need it. (laughs) Grateful for all the livestock folks out there. That's just not uh, my dad's thing. Hey, it's some people's thing and it's some pe- not some people's thing. <laughs> right. I know um, plenty of livestock people that do not want to do corn and beans, though. So. That's true. I wouldn't, no offense to you guys, I wouldn't want to do it. <laughs> right. And we do, we do beef here. So, so I read, you have this really cool blog post about women in agriculture. Can you talk a little bit about it? Tell, share a little about it. So this is something, sorry if I get my soapbox here. Get on the soapbox. I want to hear all about it. I think women in agriculture is a really cool idea, but growing up, and like I said, I'm from a town of 400 people and there were a lot of wives and daughters and moms who worked on the farm. So to me, it never seemed anything different. My dad never expected anything less of me than he did my brother. Like we were expected to, to work just as hard and do the same jobs. So I didn't realize until I went to college and they made such a big deal about, oh, you're a woman in ag. And I was like, oh, so I'm something special. And really you're not. (laughs) But then, yeah, three years at college and I came back and I was like, oh, I'm something cool because I'm a woman in ag. And it took me a hot second to realize you're not. You're doing the same thing as, as everyone else. There's no good reason why you should deserve special treatment for being a woman. I like that because that's like a hot take. And I feel like I hear differently from even men in agriculture that are like, oh, that's not woman's work or whatever, but really anybody can do it if they know how to do the job. (laughs) Right. And like, I totally, I love the community. Like I love connecting with other women in agriculture, but uh, um, I feel like at some point you have to all right we're taking it a little too far here like I love going there's several women in ag conferences and they're really fun to go to but then you think about it and if they were to say well this is a male only conference women aren't allowed to come it's kind of I feel like it's a double standard yeah I agree actually my fiance and I have that conversation a lot about that kind of a double standard where like uh and I'm all for like I think women should be in agriculture and I think women should be doing ranching things and farming things and all of that stuff. I just don't think that we should be treated special because we decide that's what we decide to do. (laughs) Exactly. Heart of the Midwest. Tell me about it. Yes. So Heart of the Midwest, actually, I had the idea bouncing around my head for a couple years before I finally just bit the bullet and made it happen. I just, everywhere you looked, there were cute like t-shirts for livestock folks, you know, like everyone loves a cute shirt with a cow on it, but there were never any for like corn and beans. Uh, So I kind of felt left out. (laughs) So I came up with a couple of designs and like sketched them out and did nothing with them for two years until last fall and I was like okay like you know what I'm just gonna go for it so I figured I'd get 25 of each design printed that way when it flopped and I was just absolutely sure that it was going to fail um that I wouldn't be out too much money but within two hours of posting them on Twitter 
I I'd sold out and then I sold so many that I figured I'd better make it like a legitimate business because my dad was like uh you're gonna have the IRS coming after you <laughs> and so I just took my flight router into the cab of the tractor with me and I literally started Heart of the Midwest from the 8420 running the auger cart last fall so you started because you wanted to have like more fun shirts for basically for people who were like agriculture, but not doing beef or doing chickens or. Right. Just a few more options out there. Um, and then also coming back to the farm, I, I had sold seed before I was a district manager. And so yeah, definitely took a huge pay cut. So I'm not going to lie. I was like, it'd be kind of nice to have like a little side hustle. I love it. Um, Because, yeah, that was a little rough having to adjust back to to a whole lot less money. But, yeah, and then it's also given me a way to donate to AgriAbility, which I never heard of that before I went to Purdue, and it was actually the philanthropy that my sorority um, was involved with. Uh, And so it's basically just an organization that makes it possible for farmers who are in accidents or have disabilities to keep on farming like, you know, they'll put a lift on a tractor so someone who's paralyzed can still get up into the tractor or the combine and still run the equipment. So for each item sold on my website, a portion of that sale is donated to them. I love that. How did you come across AgriAbility? So we actually, they're based out of Purdue. A big part of it is. And so that was the philanthropy that my sorority Sigma Alpha worked with. So we raised money for them all year. And it was just a really cool thing. And then there was also, while I was at Purdue, there was a farmer in my community who had diabetes and was no longer able to really feel his feet. And so actually while I was at Purdue, they came down and like adjusted some of his equipment so it would be easier for him to use. I love that. I love that that was also your sorority's philanthropy. I was also in a sorority when I was in college and that was like hands down my favorite. The best part was like doing the fundraisers and seeing like the end result of like the work that you put in. It was awesome. What do you want to do with Heart of the Midwest? Like where do you want it to go? I'm not sure because if I'm being honest, I never imagined that it would go this far in I think the nine months yeah since I started it so I'm not gonna lie I'm kind of winging it (laughs) goals for like down the road but honestly like things are coming at me a lot faster than I thought they would so I am in the process of building a new bigger and better website just to kind of expand the blog part of it because I would like to get more into that um but it was such a terrible planting season that that kind of got put on the back burner the past couple of months. So hopefully the rest of the summer, I'll be able to get that going. More shirts and a bunch of other products are are coming out. I started a kid's line. So yeah, that, it's definitely keeping me pretty busy. Busy is good though, right? <laughs> I, meant, I meant to ask earlier, what do you do on the farm? Yep. So I kind of do a little bit of everything. I... In the spring, I actually run the bean planter. So I planted all the beans. Actually, we planted uh, double the beans this year since we had so much replant. That kind of sucked. But then all summer, it's just kind of the odds and ends. We do a lot of backpack spraying and we actually still walk all of our beans with like weed hooks. So a lot of manual labor. And then the fall, I run the auger cart. And then all winter, I try my best to not screw anything up when it comes to fixing the equipment because 
anything mechanical is not what I'm good at. <laughs> so I'm more of a person that just hands tools to people. I feel that. I My fiance is like, he's so mechanically minded. He'll be like working on a piece of equipment or something. And I'll be like, oh, what's that? And he'll explain it to me. And I'm like, I don't know what <laughs> half of those words came out of your mouth meant. Oh, yeah. I think that in that... Yeah, my dog will be like, I just don't understand how you don't get it. And I'm like, I just, I don't. <laughs> I feel that. What advice would you give to someone who wants to be part of the agriculture industry? Like, say I came up to you, I had no experience, no knowledge, no nothing, and said, I want to learn about agriculture. What would you tell me? Just go for it. I know that seems simple, but um, sometimes you just have to ignore the little voices that are holding you back and jump in head first. I think that the ag industry, there are a lot of people that are willing to help you. It's So it's just kind of getting up the courage to ask like, hey, what can I do for you to help me learn and also to help you out? I actually had a conversation with someone a couple weeks ago. She said like for every person who said, no, I don't want to share with you, she's gotten like five or six yeses I would love to share with you. So I'm like, that is so cool because not all not all industries are like that. No. Yeah. And I think that there's a lot fewer people willing to come back to the ag industry. And so yeah, I think more people are willing to be like, yes, please, we need more good people here. And I think especially if people who I can see it being intimidating for people who didn't grow up on a farm. My best friend did not grow up on a farm. She grew up in Fort Wayne, Indiana, had no one in her family in agriculture. Her parents were like, seriously, like you're going to the Purdue Ag School. And so she did and she did like she was the epitome of jumping in head first and she is one of the best advocates for the ag industry. Yeah, there I can't name like five people that are more passionate than she is about um, just leaving it better than she got there, if that makes sense. I want to talk to her too. <laughs> yeah, so she didn't go back to the farm, but she is like a manager at an FSA office. So that's also super helpful to have people in all different parts of the ag industry like I was filling out that paperwork this week and I was like hey I don't know what this means like can you please call me (laughs) (laughs) what is FSA a farm service agency oh okay I haven't heard that before what accomplishment are you most proud of um I don't know like anything that I would say personally uh, I guess like what I'm most proud of in my life is my dad, um, because anything that I would have to be proud of in my own personal life wouldn't have been possible without him. He didn't necessarily have the easiest childhood, but he worked hard for what he has. Um, and he's really, he is a wonderful farmer, a really good person. And he's one of the best farmers in the county. Even I know I'm biased, but I've heard other people say it. So I feel <laughs> like I can repeat it. And he made sure that both for my brother and sister and I all knew the value of hard work and it just did everything in his power to give us the opportunity to grow. I love that. I feel like, uh, and even myself included, but not enough people are like shown the value of hard work. I like, I learned the hard way, the value of hard work as an adult. So oh, yeah, I love that. That's something that he taught you guys as kids. Yep, actually, I just found out. So, like I said, we walk beans with weed hooks all mostly all July. So, like when it's just hot and miserable and muggy, like it's the worst month to be in Indiana. And um, 
I just found out that he actually had several people when we were kids come up to him and tell him that he they didn't think that he was being a good father and making us go out and walk those beans in the summer heat and he didn't know what to say I just found this that story out this week but the funny thing is like he never made us like he paid us he made sure we knew the value of a dollar but it just cracks me up some old lady coming up to him in the store and chewing him out for having us work oh my gosh that's too funny what do you think you'd be doing if you weren't involved in agriculture if i wasn't involved in agriculture like in any way shape or form i think i probably would have gone to medical school to be a doctor i've always loved science especially biology and i just think they can combining that with being able to help people just sounds awesome. I don't even understand basic biology. So that's always really cool. And someone's like, I would love to be a doctor. I would love to be a nurse. I'm like, would you? I was that huge nerd in school. I was like every English nerd in school. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I was on like this spell bowl team and the English academic team. Like, I just went, I was full-on nerd (laughs) hey there's nothing wrong with that no where can our listeners find you online yeah so you can find me at Ern holbert just aaron without the i um on twitter instagram and tiktok and then at heart of the midwest on facebook and then the link to my website is available in my bio on all of those um just because there will be some changes to that URL near future as I get all the new website stuff up and going. What do you post on your TikTok? <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I was I just got TikTok this spring. Um, I try to keep it pretty light and funny on TikTok because someone told me that that would be the best way to reach like younger people in the ag industry. Yeah. And for a while, I was like, I'm too old to be on TikTok. Like. I'm 26. That's for middle school and high schoolers. But I did finally get one and it's been a lot of fun to see other farmers on there. I use it and I there's um I follow a lot of makeup artists and some of them are super super <laughs> they're really funny. Um my is found like redneck TikTok, which is good. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I the problem with TikTok is I get on it and then it's like, oh no, it's I've been on this app for two hours. You know, I people have said that and I'm like, maybe I'm just not that invested. It happens to me with um, Reddit. I'll like get on the Harry Potter subreddit and then all of a sudden it's like 3 a.m. and I'm like, what happened? Exactly. I'm like, oh, I'm going to regret this and I do it again the next night. <laughs> Oh, that's too funny. Again, thank you so, so much. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed the episode, please feel free to connect with me on social media. One more time, it's at Ranch Collective Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And subscribe to the podcast to get new episodes as soon as they're released. See you next week.